0: Jason, good morning. Good morning. Your farm's been around quite a while.
1: Yeah, it's been in our family for I'm the fifth generation. My children will be the sixth generation. Uh, farm was started around 1883 uh, here in Grayson. We've still lived on the original homeland. Uh, we've acquired some land here and there throughout the years, but uh, most of it is still family farm
0: isn't it interesting that you know a lot of people that aren't from the farm you know they want to know about their family history and they they go to a website and find out what happened three or four generations ago but when you hear about your family five or six generations they can point to the building where that happened and the place on the farm where that happened it, it kind of puts it all in perspective
1: yes yes we uh it's kind of interesting because one of the barns that we still use today was put together with wooden pegs. you know and that's just the the craftsmanship for that is gone anymore. It seems like you know that's where my daughter, uh, my oldest one, she we keep our show pigs and stuff. And it's just it's just a unique thing to know that as a kid my great grandmother played in that barn, and then now my kids are playing in that barn raising their show animals.
0: How early on did you know you wanted to farm?
1: Pretty much ever since I was born. You know we, uh, you know everybody. It's it's kind of unsafe now, but you never thought of it back then. You know riding on the. Under the tractor with your dad or your grandpa or whatever, but it's one of them things when dirt gets underneath your fingernails, it just kind of seems to stay there.
0: I rode in the middle of the pickup truck on the armrest where I was literally, uh, you know, going to be a catapulting bullet if something, God forbid, were to happen. So I don't know how we survived, Jason. I have no idea how we made it this far.
1: Yes, sir. That's for sure. You know, <laughs> back, you know, in the younger days, you didn't wear seat belts. You didn't have car seats. and The closest thing you had to a seat belt was your mother flinging your, her, her arm across you even you going to the windshield.
0: How much does it amaze you how far technology and agriculture has come since you and I were little ones?
1: It's amazing anymore. You know, we don't really do the hands-free stuff. We're a little too small for that. Uh, we do run GPS uh, on the planter and the sprayer and stuff. Just uh, It's not necessarily that we have to, but it is a time- and money-saving device. And, you know, my dad's one of the old-type guys that, yeah, follow that tree down there at the end of the field and go towards it you know and, and it's just it, it just has changed a lot
0: how many acres do you have
1: we own
0: 250
1: and we rent uh somewhere right around another 800 to 900 acres
0: that's still a pretty good size this day and age
1: yeah especially in our area you know we're kind of small uh some of our fields you know we go we range from anywhere between our biggest ones about 100 acres two, you know, three or four acres. So, I mean, it's, it is challenging, you know, moving equipment around on two-lane back roads and stuff. But most of the time in our area, everybody kind of knows us and pretty courteous. And we, don't, we do the oversized load signs, and have flags and stuff. So we don't have too big of a problem moving around. So it's, it's, it's pretty nice.
0: How was 2016 for you? Uh,
1: 2016 started off pretty good. We was a little dry at the beginning. Uh, got most of the stuff in the ground in timely fashion. And then we just started getting wet. Uh, we got hammered with rain. Seems like it rained if five days in a week. It seemed like it rained three of them. And it just, we, we lost a lot of fertilizer early to the corn. Just couldn't get in to spray a lot of stuff. You know, you track the fields up pretty bad. But as far as harvest goes, you, the harvest season for us was wonderful. Uh, a little dry on, you know, getting some wheat and stuff sowed and wanting it to germinate. But, uh, but we couldn't ask for a better fall.
0: Obviously, prices are down on all commodities, and you have some cattle there on the farm, too. Cattle prices aren't what they used to be. Uh, How are things looking for 2017? What's the game plan, and how does it differ from years past?
1: Uh, Game plan is we're going to be a little more diversified. Uh, I've actually been approved to produce a little bit of hemp, so that's going to be one avenue that we're going to be looking into. Uh, We used to grow a lot of tobacco. We don't anymore. 2017, I just see us kind of looking at numbers a little different. Seeing what goes where, uh, we're pretty fortunate for our corn. Uh, we have two dog food manufacturing plants right here close to us. Uh, both of them's about 11 miles away, so that's a pretty good avenue for us for our corn. Also, uh, me and my wife, we own an independent Southern State store. Uh, so my wife runs that, and I farm, and we sell a lot of our corn through our store.
0: I'm going to be devil's advocate here for the final part of our conversation, Jason. But uh, some of your land, especially the homestead, is is right along the main stretch there. you got a lot of cars driving by and seeing what you're doing, and it's prime real estate. Uh, when times get bad like this, you know why not just sell out and, and move on and, and try to figure out something else?
1: Well, we have actually uh, had a, a big corporation approach us about selling the land. We're at the standpoint, Liz, if it's, it's paid for, we don't need to sell it, we don't want to sell it. Yes, it is worth a lot of money. We have prime real estate, uh, but it's worth a lot more to us to look across the road and see it in soybeans or hay or corn or whatever just for that fact of being in the family for that many years.
0: Jason McGlone, he farms in Grayson, Kentucky, our featured farmer this week on Farm and Country Radio. Jason, great to get to know you this week, and I appreciate all you do there on the farm and and appreciate you being with us.
1: Thank you. Thanks for the opportunity to uh, be interviewed by you, and I hope everybody has a good 2017.